All right, so podcast number one, we have a, a new way of getting info out to members, and I'm pretty excited about it. We can just kind of jam about stuff and get into topics related to fitness, nutrition, life, beer, who knows, you know, well, we're just going to kind of see where this podcast takes us and uh, hope for the best. So in doing so, I coined this podcast drinks, BS, and some fitness. So um, each each podcast is brought to you with uh, a drink in hand, whether that be coffee, a seltzer, maybe a beer. And from there, we jam out about community-related things, events coming up. Maybe I got a t- topic about you know health and fitness-related. Who knows? So for podcast number one, I wanted to bring on... Uh, a very special guest. He um, he is a pretty pretty big staple in our community. We have Coach Fran. Coach Fran has been coaching with us now for uh, oh, almost five years. Yes, yeah. almost. Five I'll, be, years. I'll get my level one. Will be up the end of next year. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, you got it, and pretty much started not long after. Yeah. Within like a month or two after the level one. And uh, but you have been a member with us since the first month we opened, December of, of 2014. Um, so coming up on on seven years being uh, being a part of the Kazam community. So I, I couldn't think of a better better guest to have. Um, Fran Fran decided to choose drink of choice today from the community fridge. So we both uh, cracked open a, a natty light and a Miller accordingly. Uh, you, I'll let you guess who has the natty light and the Miller, but uh, but otherwise. Um, I feel like it's been a little while since we've kind of just chatted about non-gym related stuff. So how's yeah. puppy? How's puppy? Dude, puppy is good. Puppy yeah. sleeps through the night. Okay. Uh, you know, nothing like new house, puppy, not in that order. No, yeah, you know, yeah. Right? So puppies lived in a, my in-law's house, a, a hotel for a week, and now our new place. Yeah. We got her kind of condensed to like one room for now until she's okay. chewing everything apart. And dumping on everything. Yeah. She's good. She poops poops and pees outside. Okay. She marked right. the territory like day one. So you got the you got the logistics of it down, I guess. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's trying to find time. Kids love her. She loves the kids. Uh, you know, at the new place, being at the end of a cul-de-sac, she's just free to roam. Yeah. She, uh, she hates other dogs, so we got to work on that. But besides that... Um, everything at home is going pretty good. Yeah, I feel like, you know, getting her out more, like, you know, when she's older and everything, you'll, she'll, uh, she'll be accustomed to, to other dogs and whatnot. Cause you say that in your, like, cul de sac, people come walking by pretty, pretty uh, yeah. often with other dogs. So, yeah, yeah, she went after like a little Boston Terrier yesterday. <laughs> like, I was like, come on. So she's huge. She's got a vet appointment day, probably about. I get, I'm guessing 30 to 35 pounds. Okay. 15 weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's going to be a big old dog. Which is what we wanted. Yeah. My dog's the exact opposite where he's this little 15 pound thing and he's, you know, nine years old, but thinks he's a 100 pound dog. <laughs> um, you know, he's big and bad until, you know, he gets him in the thick of it and then he, he backs down. But, yeah. Um, Aaron's brother has a uh, pit bull and they, they, they'll go at it sometimes if they're. But uh, you know, overall, it's it's pretty low key with with them. So there's there hasn't been any issues. But um, all right, so I'm excited. You want to get it started? Yeah. First, so, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. cheers. Yeah. Um, I here's here's how this is gonna work. When I have a guest on, I I have one question that I want to ask them, and when I ask them that question, I'm gonna set a 10 minute cap, 
and we have 10 minutes to get as much stuff in about that one topic as possible. If it takes us all 10 minutes, cool. If we find that we have nothing left to say after six minutes, it is what it is. Um, but I think, you know, with, with special guests like, you know, coach Fran, or, um, I plan on, you know, kind of picking and choosing some members, uh, as we go through and, and, I would like to touch on different topics with different people. You know, if they have a specialty somewhere, it might be related to fitness. It might be related to their their specific job. You know, off the top of my head, you know, you got uh, John the realtor. Maybe we, you know, uh, jump on the the current house market or, uh, you know, some teachers about, you know, we got a ton of teachers. So maybe it's, you know, what's going on in the education world today. But, um, you know, for today and us being both, you know, coaches here, Kazam, I, I picked a, a fitness related topic, um, whether it's how many carbs are in this beer or, or what have you, but um, it is actually um, related to being an athlete. Um, so here you go. I'm going to set this 10 minute cap. Cool. I'll get ready to be capped. It's fitness related. So, uh, <laughs> I'm likely to be capped of late. So just, uh, we'll be good. Just jam out for the next 10 minutes. Two, one. Let's go. Let's go. Um, as a, not only an athlete, but a coach, what's one thing, and I say one thing lightly because you might be talking and then something else may come into your head, but what's one thing that you can take away from being a coach and an athlete um, that translates into becoming a better athlete, if that makes sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think where to start because this will definitely take us down a few roads. <laughs> From a coach's perspective, right? So a lot of times I find myself, uh, I used to make sure that I got the workout in so that I knew what was about to happen in that class, right? Mm -hmm. And it would would tell me my intended stimulus, uh, whether it met the actual intended stimulus or not. And then I would be able to convey it. And I'm not saying that I would sit there and be like, look, today I, I deadlifted 515. You know, I expect everyone here to deadlift 515, but I say I deadlifted 515 and, you know, at at set four, I didn't think I could pick that bar up, but what I concentrated that way is pushing my feet into the ground. So being an athlete first, I think helps with the coaching perspective in terms of, I know what they're going to go through. Right. And I try, I've tried in my briefs of late to kind of give them like, Hey, this is kind of how you should be feeling mm-hmm. about halfway, a third of the way. What Here's what a strategy could be depending on your strength, right? And then if we have, let's say, a strength and then a, a pretty aerobic workout with maybe some gymnastics or something, while they're doing their strength in between their rests, having those conversations to say, what's your thought here? What What's your point of attack what's for this workout? Right. And then... Where are you going to struggle and then where can you coast, right? So it gives the three ideas of that stimulus in my head, but being an athlete first, experiencing what they're going through, I think helps to relate. And you and I work out very differently. I work out differently than a lot of the different members, but in getting a chance to see them work out, I have a better understanding of kind of what their attack point should be. Right. And we definitely have some athletes that are just straight attack and they can handle it. And I watch them. And then we have the guys, you know, out the gate hot and round threes, die round three of end. 10 is, is kind of laying on the ground for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, but I know then how to push that button when I'm coaching to be like, all right, look, 
you went out hot. Here's what you're gonna do for the next few rounds, and do it quickly while they're in their workout. So you're saying you're you're what you're describing is is because you've coached them before, you know what they're capable of for something like you know today's workout, twenty one fifteen nine. Like you know that this athlete can come out hot and pretty much stay hot, and then this athlete, well, you're gonna come out hot and die. So maybe the plan of attack should be kind of like you know. Break early, break often, coast through it, deep breaths, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. Is that yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. And you going through it beforehand, you know, allows you to say, well, this is where it got sticky, you know, for an athlete like this, you know, is going to be comparable to what I just went through as opposed to other athletes may say, well, that's not my sticking point. This might be my sticking point or, you know, I, I might be able to break through that wall, but this wall is where, so you're saying when you're an athlete and then about to coach that same workout, you're, you're, you kind of dissect it yourself to say to each individual athlete, here's how, you know, here might be a plan of attack or what are your thoughts? And then you can give feedback based on that. Yep. Yeah. And even when, when I go, so my big thing from a coaching perspective is to be as prepared for the upcoming class as possible. So, you know, having the idea of who's in that class really helps a lot. The reserve. But even like yeah. the the programming of the warm-up, you know, if what you know, well the first five minutes of every day I try and touch my toes only because that's yeah. the hardest part, right? <laughs> but if I after yesterday and heavy deadlifts, if I can't touch my toes at noon, I'm gonna make sure we not only warm up for the intended stimulus of that day, but that we kind of flush out the junk from yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that's one thing from being that athlete to going into the next day, kind of an understanding. And, and now we got, we got a range, right? So kind of feel like I'm in the middle of the age groups. We got, we got some people who are a little bit older than me. And then the people that are younger, the people that are younger probably don't have as many sticking points in me <laughs> the next day. The people that are older probably need a little bit more. Yeah. So it's just something, you know, it's being able to relate to that athlete um, from a coaching perspective. And as a collegiate athlete yourself, um, which some people may or may not have known, um, you you uh, like were there at that one point of, you know, not that you're not there now, but you have that experience of, of really pushing yourself at that collegiate level. And now like you're here for health and wellness, you're, you know, a dad of three kids just trying to survive day to day. So you, you have that, you know, I guess, spectrum to go off of and, and that experience, which is, you know, awesome, yeah. you know, first thing, but then, you know, to kind of backtrack in terms of what you said about when you, um, I lost my train of thought of what you just said. What, what did was, you just say? Like what I was pr preparing for the workout. Yeah. So, so if, if, and I, I tend to say this a lot where it's like, you know, the best way to loosen up from, you know, the being sore uh, you know, from a movement that has made you sore is by doing that same movement. So if you hinged in the deadlift, let's do some good mornings and loosen that up. You know, you're not, right. you're not going to push press to loosen up from a deadlift being tight in your hamstrings. Like, right. you know, so yeah, having that preparedness in terms of what's coming up in the workout is huge, huge. Um, now in terms of, so say you came in, you had a busy day at work, whatever, you're coaching the four o'clock class, five and five thirty on a Friday. Uh, and you just, you, you really, you, you haven't done the workout, but you have a general idea of what it might be. We were kind of, we were kind of bouncing some ideas, uh, off each other right before we got started in terms of this workout that we have today, 2159 push press, box jumps, 45 front squats, right into then 
9, 15, 21 thrusters, pull-ups. Um, you haven't done it yet, but we talked about like, you know, hey, here, here's how it could go sort of thing. If you're coaching in class, we weren't able to do that. What's then your plan of attack for, for coaching or even or even going into it yourself for the, you know, a workout like this? Like, you know, as a as a coach via athlete, what's something that you could then go into that workout and kind of say, hey, you know, I I could hit the you know gas here. I could back off here. And, you know, that's going to be that's going to be beneficial for me in the long run. Yeah, like so, I won't I won't do today's workout before I coach. So, but that's uh, that's a good example. And today, and I was really kind, of, and it's funny because like I feel like going back to something you said about being an athlete previously, my entire life, right? Movement helps movement, <laughs> and it, that sounds stupid and big all at the same time. But like for me to move better, I have to move. Like right. if I come in here after a day, like back in the day when I used to go in the office and I'd be flying in here on a. Thursday afternoon to just try and get the workout in before running a kid to an activity, man, I'll tell you, so I would beat up. So like I try and like think about the warm up for preparing them for the workout. And I know today, I think as crazy as it sounds for a lot of people in the middle of that, my attack point would be 45 front squats at 135. I say that not doing it, but that would be my attack point where I could try and chunk it out big and then chip away at the end. And that's, I say that a lot in a lot of my classes. I feel redundant saying it, but like I'm the type of person mentally, even if it's a big number, say it's a hundred of something or like right. you know, the, the front spots today. Yep. If I can get a quarter of the way, a third of the way, whatever my body feels like that day, I try and go after that and then just chip away from there on. Okay. So in my head, I know that 9, 15, 21 <laughs> would, all, would be the hardest. Try and go... As unbroken as I can under those nines, doing it that way. 15 is always a challenge, right? Because it's just a big number and you think you should be able to break it up real quick. Right. But it's almost like the 15s where you kind of got to slide and coast. And, you know. And and for me, when I program this workout, and, and it's just easy to use it as an example because it's today's workout. But, you know, I knew, well, first off, 2059 thrusters and pull-ups is not easy. And then you do put it at the end of a long workout, and then it's in reverse to where the reps are getting higher and harder. You know, for, for a lot of people, you know, it, it you could go into it with this huge plan of I'm going to do this rep scheme and do that and that, and then you're in the middle of it, and it, like, it slaps you in the face. And you're like, huh, I just singles, uh, I don't, you know. Yeah, yep. but your plan goes out the window. Yep. Um, you know, and I think it, it comes down to that individual athlete, um, you know, whether it's, you know, the round of nine you're able to attack and then chip away like you were saying um, or, or whatever. But, you know, it's, it, it helps definitely, you know, as a, as a coach and having all this knowledge of, of the movement patterns and, you know, with the idea, oh, no, we'll finish out, well, you know, um, kind of how, how the workout should go in your head because you've been doing it for so long. Um, you know, definitely helps with from from an athlete perspective. Right. right? Yeah. So so knowing like the movement and knowing where I'm going to get stuck. Right. I, you yeah. know, I, it's funny. You still kind of learn. Yeah. Like, what did we have like a 12 minute workout last week? And yeah. I said like, this is on like the medium to long duration, like because of yeah. the movements and the and the way that you should be doing it. So it's not like you're going to try and do 
as many rounds and reps as possible in 12 minutes and you're going to get six by six minutes. It's not a, you know, those types of workouts you need to kind of lay into and pace. Right. Right. And today definitely is about a pacing workout. You know, we all have plans like we're doing the rep challenge right now for Murph. Guarantee everyone's got a plan already in their head for how they're going to do Murph. But then you're going to get through those first like 10 or 15 pull-ups or yeah. finish the mile and you're going to be like, all right, I'm behind track already. Yeah. Am I going to make up time or am I just going to, you know, ride this out? And how am I going to mentally prepare for something like that? Right. So just to kind of summarize, I guess what we, what we just chatted about for the last 10 minutes is, is basically like what it comes down to is, is you as a athlete helps you understand what to do as a coach, like going through it yourself and, and finding where your where, where your struggles were in the workout or where your strengths were in the workout and then being able to take that and then understanding the other athletes and piecing it together in terms of, okay, well, you know, we're, you know, this athlete's strength is, is comparable to my strength in terms of, you know, we're both strong at front squats versus push press. So this is where that athlete can kind of push, you know, versus this athlete where maybe they're stronger in shoulder to overhead. So it, it, that helps you piece it together. And then you, in terms of, of being an athlete, um, you know, you, you'll tend to say like, well, you know, from how I'm feeling now, um, versus, you know, the, the day before where, okay, maybe it's Tuesday and you're really sore for Monday's workout and, and being prepared for what's to come is, is, you know, definitely key in, in, in that regard. Especially from a coaching perspective, right? So yeah. like you said, like we all have busy lives from an athlete perspective, you can't prepare, right? You just come in here and it's our job to get you Right, but we give you in that hour is that hour. Yeah, exactly. But I think the, the one thing that I don't, I think we need to make sure that we touch on real quick is the ability of our tight-knit community makes our coaching job a lot easier. So like uh, we 100%. know, we know who's got a shoulder issue this week and mm-hmm. they don't even have to say it, but they've had a shoulder issue before. Or we know strengths and weaknesses. And some days it's push the weakness on that person. Or some days it's like, hey, just lean on your strength yeah. right, to get through today. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I think that's important. But to your point, like, you know, just having an idea as an athlete, getting them ready to move uh, has definitely helped. And kind of just understanding, you know, if CrossFit, functional fitness has helped me do anything, it makes me understand how to move my body better, mm-hmm. even though I was an athlete all my life. If I would have had this information... I want to say, unfortunately, 20 years ago, (laughs) but I was that athlete, um, you know, I probably would be, you know, I probably would have not had that middle part of my life where I would have struggled. Yeah. But. All right. So all you mother effers, do the warm up like we say, don't dog it. Prepare yourself for the workout. Um, You know, what we give you is for a reason and not just, you know, as a filler, you know, to, you know, fill that void of, you know, well, the workout's only going to last 15 minutes. So here's 45 minutes worth of just BS, right? No, it's all done with intent. As coach says, he, uh, coach Fran says he loves being prepared and all the coaches do here. And we're all on the same page. Our tight knit community, um, you know, allows us to, to perform better as a coach. So it's, uh, it's good to have everyone on board and, uh, with with what we're doing here, I love it. Yeah. You know, and I know Coach. You know, we talk about it a lot. Where like, you know, having having everyone on board with what's happening uh, in the gym is is awesome. Yeah, and it's awesome that people like we've had a lot of new members come in or like old members come back. 
it, it's a seamless transition a lot of yeah. times. And then, you know, that's because of the members and the community that we have, but also yeah. like the coaches make everybody feel welcome. Yep. So it's been like that since day one. It has. <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, I, I, I say it all the time. I've been so blessed with the last six and a half years of business based on, you know, the, the little hassle that I've had to go through in terms of uh, operating this gym because it, you know, the, all the members basically, you know, help run it itself. So, yeah. um, you know, with that being said, I know we went a little over the 10 minute cap, but it was kind of like in summation and yeah. yada, yada, yada. We'll get better at that whole 10 minute cap thing. But uh, no, I'm glad to have jammed out with you. I appreciate Dude. it. Cheers. Um, Honored to be your first guest. Yeah, first guest. We uh, were here at like the 20 minute mark. And um, yeah, I think next time I'm going to touch on just some kind of happening things that are going around at the gym and, um, you know, catch everyone up on. Uh, you know what's to come in the summer we got uh, we got a Kazam golf outing to plan we got yeah. a field day to plan we got um, I think the ladies night happens in the fall so that's coming up soon kids summer camp uh, we definitely got a lot happening so I think I'm going to jam on that a little bit uh, but otherwise happy Friday and have a good weekend yeah thanks thanks for having me Carl yeah awesome